Philadelphia. This is Joe White with Shelly Squire, the Profit Maker Show here only on WWDB. Today, we are talking about how to take your core story, your brand story, and turn it into cash. It's, I mean, the sun is shining, right? It's beautiful outside. The, the Eagles won. <laughs> so it's a good day. It's a good day here. So the Profit Girl Show, we do this every Tuesday, I mean, Monday at 2.30 right here. And really, we talk about to business owners and entrepreneurs, whether you are a whiteboard business with just a dream and a passion, or you've been established for a while, or maybe you've been around for a a little bit, and you've kind of cycled through that top side sales, and now you're trying to figure out how do I reinvent yourself? Yeah, so Joe, I really wanted to ask you a question here. We work with a lot of businesses, um, Profit Gorilla, business coaching, whatever it is. Uh, I was just wondering, what do you see as one of the biggest challenges, especially when it comes to with a brand having their core story? Right. So over the week, right, last week, we, we took on a new client, a client from Beverly Hills, an amazing product, amazing everything. But they're going from B to B, which is selling to businesses, to B to C to the consumer. And we start working on this core story. And the core story is really the story about the entrepreneur, about how they got where they are to where, where they started to where they are, to the story of the brand, and how that story connects the dots, but also truly connects to the individual, like the listener, the reader, the person on the other side. Because emotion sells that's a true thing. And somewhere along the line, Shelly, we we learned that information sells. Like, if I just give them enough information, information doesn't sell, man. You could sit there all day and tell about how great your product is or your service or had a client once and this was the sales pitch. We're the best, we're the best, we're the best, 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 we're the best, we're the best, we're the best, best, best. That's why you should buy from us. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, someone, someone actually said this to you. <laughs> More or less, yes, yeah. yeah. You just peel back the layers of the onion. That's what yeah. they're saying. Because every consumer out there expects the business owner, people of the business, to tell them how great their product is. But it doesn't mean they connect with them. You know, I think great companies, whether it's Disney or Apple, great brands find ways to connect to the audience emotionally. And a core story does in a logical way. Yeah, I heard your core story for the first time three years ago, I think. And um, uh, I, I remember really connecting, even though you've gone through things that I haven't necessarily gone through. Um, but... I found those relatable pieces where, like, I felt like that before. Right, right. It's the me too, right? It's people feeling that, that connection to you. You know, I, you know, I, I've been probably when I first started coaching. I was originally tra- trained by Anthony Robbins to be a coach for him. And look, I love what Tony does, does and and what he did, and it was fascinating with the opportunity to maybe be a coach for him. 
I started being an entrepreneur since I was 12 years old. And I remember I'm sitting in this room and we work for hours and hours and hours and Tony's teaching. And I remember him saying this and it's interesting. Sometimes someone says something to you and it sticks. He said, your story is worth a million dollars. And like for me, it was like I had to find a way to explain how this drug addict, really that's where I was, with five years clean, college dropout, was qualified to help you change your life. Back in a day when like coaching, life coaching, all that, no one knew what it was. I mean, I would meet people at network events and I would have my banner, my 16 million flyers, <laughs> all this stuff that I was going to do. And uh, oh, it's been a bit PT Barnumish in my life. And they would say, what do you do? I said, well, I'm a coach. And they're like, what sport? I said, well, not sport people's lives. Oh, you're a therapist. I'm like, no, no, I'm definitely not a therapist, not a counselor. He goes, then what's your qualifications? And I'm like, life. <laughs> and they looked at me like I was crazy. I, I, I couldn't connect the dots. So a core story is the dots. Like if you ever go to a movie and like, remember the movie Inception? Did you see that? Yeah. Right? Great movie. And that like kind of stretched the boundaries. If you never saw the movie Inception, Leonardo DiCaprio, and it was about, you know, the ability to go into a dream and have a dream within a dream and a dream within the dream. And it's confusing at times, but they pushed that outer ledge where the dots of the storyline, the plots, is this is a dream, is this a dream of, of a dream, became so far apart. It was like if it's too difficult, the, the listener will just lose interest. Same thing with the core story. So, really, like helping customers, whether you're out there and you need a core story about you or a story about a brand. If you look at like hot brands today, um, the honest brand, Jessica. Oh, Jessica Alba? Yes, yes. Yeah. A great, great brand because she has a great backstory not only of her but of this of the product too and i'm trying to think of Gwen, gwyneth paltrow has mm -hmm. a brand too very similar maybe not quite as huge great great story of the product of how the products came about right and the cool thing when you create a core story is you get to tell them information you get to tell them how and why it's different yet it's not getting thrown into this just tons of information. Right, right. So let's just get right into it. What makes a good core story? Well, I think the truth is it has to be genuine. Like, oh, yeah. It has to be your core story. Like, you know, I was spent so much time in the beginning with Anthony Robbins. I could, you know, 400 square foot bachelor pad. I was, you know, I was broke. I was depressed. Neil Diamond came on. I am, I said, I looked at the chair and like, you know, I could tell his story, but that's like Tony's story, man. And I think sometimes when people think core stories, they think they have to go through abuse drug addiction, things of that nature. And not everyone has that. And I mean, I have drug addiction. I know plenty of people who have abuse issues, but people want to see the journey. They want to see the storyline with it. 
So when we teach our clients, we use really like a six-step methodology. It's nothing that we created. If you watch any great film, every film goes through this. I mean, have you ever seen a romantic comedy? Yeah. Yes, unfortunately, I have too. (laughs) (laughs) And it's always the same story. It is. There was this problem. Two people fell in love. I mean, two people who wanted love. They were so lonely. They ran into each other and they fell in love. But somewhere... Now, usually if you look at the old two or three act play model, somewhere in the middle, something happens and it all falls apart. The wedding's canceled. She's crying. He's out there boozing somewhere, right? (laughs) And they have to face that internal enemy and they have this huge break, this epiphany. And every romantic comedy follows that same script, We are wired that way. Go back to Shakespeare and his writings. This is how stories are told. So the first one is the birth of the desire, right? This is where there's a part of you that you recognize that you have a gift to share with the world. And it might be unsculpted. It might not be formatted. It might not even like, how am I going to use this? But like for me, at a young age, I knew I was here to impact people's lives. I would like I had this huge social calling in my life. At the young age, I did Ronald McDonald. It used to be these kits you could buy from McDonald's, and you would have your backyard carnival, right? Uh, even at a younger age, I wanted to be a priest to help other people. Then the hormones kicked in, and you know. But I used to give, I, I swear, I used to give my, these, these little uh, services. It was like my mom, my grandma, and my aunt. I would lock them in the living room, and I would do the three most important things. I would give communion, which was Ritz crackers. I would <laughs> obviously give a sermon because I like to talk, and I would collect money because the entrepreneur in me. Ah. But I always felt this desire to make a difference in people's lives. I'm sure you can relate, too. Absolutely. I wanted I wanted to be a teacher from a very young age. I went to wanting to be a psychologist and then a cosmetologist as I realized that school is not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, now I'm here helping businesses and helping with the coaching side of what we do. And right. awesome. e- even though sometimes that vehicle doesn't work out yeah. for us, the thing that drove that vehicle carries on. And people want to hear that because we all relate to that. We all have dreams as kids, but somewhere along the way, we either give up on them or get sidetracked or failed in one in- endeavor of it. Then it becomes the journey. This is where we go out and we begin seeking it. Whether for you, it might have been, you know, going to school for these things. For me, it was getting clean. And then in 1999, opening a business called Get Life Coaching out of my basement with two clients. That was the journey. It was wide-eyed, ignorant at times, driven by pure passion. But with any story, there's two enemies. There's the external enemy. And the romantic comedies, it's like the ex-boyfriend, the (laughs) ex-girlfriend. They always show their faces, right? Yep. Or there's that internal enemy. And first is always the external enemy. Because think about this in your life, Shell. That's what we think the problem is. Like how many times do you hear business owners say, I can't be successful because I don't have the time. I don't have the money. 
I don't have this. I don't have this. You know, we talk about stories, but these are all the external enemies. And we think we could just get through that. Then all of a sudden, you know, th- then we'll, you know, hit that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Right. Yeah. I hear that stuff all the time. From- right. All of the business owners, I've heard it at least twice today. <laughs> and if you look historically, Elvis Presley, Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, um, George Michael, Heath Ledger, all these people out there in this world who worked through the external enemy and they all failed at the internal. Right. You know, and the commonality. And so many of those people were like people I, I loved what they did. They were beautiful souls, but they're all dead. Right, because they failed to get through that 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 internal enemy, and usually after the external enemy, there's that what we think is the breakthrough, right? Like, oh, I got it now. But whether it's God or life, you know, life tests you. It will say, "Do you want this or do you really want it?" And the real struggle is that internal enemy. And that's somewhere within your beliefs, your doubts, your fears, those things in life that you hesitate about. Yeah. Um. So, so I want to really ask you, before we hit our break here, is like you've been with us for a while and I've seen your progression. Like what internal enemy, like if I was writing your core story right now, do you struggle to overcome? Oh, geez. Put her on the spot here. This <laughs> yeah, is like live put, coaching. Pull over um, the side of the road, man. This is going to get good. My internal enemy. Yeah, what's your fear? She's thinking, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're getting really, like, real with it all. Yeah, this it's, is... Um, <laughs> uh, feeling like I don't deserve to um, have all the... I guess, success that comes along with helping people get through their external and internal. And the number one thing that keeps people from getting what they want is that that they don't believe they can get it, right? Right. And we see that, and that's the biggest one. And it creates what we call approach avoidance where, you know, as the closer we get to what we want, we start sabotaging, you know, we we show up late, We, we make stupid mistakes, we don't work hard. We don't do those things that we must do to create the results that we want in our lives. So we're going to finish this list in just a few minutes, but it's time for a little bit of a break. Sales is the lifeline of every business, your online marketing and social media. Making you money is a must in today's world. There is a new innovative solution, Profit Gorilla. Many businesses don't have the time nor the desire to manage their marketing. Profit Gorilla is your sales solution for an online world done for you. Unlimited everything. Graphic designs, social media, landing pages, all to give you even more sales and freedom. Join the movement today. Go to theprofitgorilla.com to schedule your no-obligation gorilla consultation. Only theprofitgorilla.com. At any given moment, somewhere in America, a baby is taking a first step, a developmental milestone. But for too many parents, a baby's first steps aren't just a milestone. They're a miracle. These are the parents of babies who were born prematurely or with birth defects. 
It's a crisis affecting more than half a million babies in the United States each year. You can help them by joining volunteers like you who walk in March for Babies. The money you raise funds research and local programs that help babies overcome the challenges of premature birth and birth defects. Together, our steps make stronger, healthier babies a reality for thousands of families. Sign up today at marchforbabies.org to take the steps that help make milestones and even miracles possible. Who will you march for? You are listening to The Profit Maker Show with Joe White and Shelly Squire here. Today we're talking about the core story, whether we're talking about the entrepreneur, we're talking about the the product, the brand, and we're like halfway through this amazingness of what are the components of creating a core story. So we've talked about the birth of the desire, the journey, the external enemy, that false success, right? Then the internal enemy. And then, you know, one of my favorite plays is Les Mis, and this is where, like, Everything is messed up, man. The the rebellion is over. Uh, Jean Valjean is going to go to jail. Everything. And, and that's where the lights go, you know, comes back on and you go into the second act. Because in the second act, there's that moment of breakthrough, the epiphany. And that's what people wanted. That's what people want to hear, guys. That moment where you had a chance to give up. Because the internal enemy is 10 times worse than the external enemy. And you did not give up. You found a way through. We love the stories about those who have risen and fallen and rise again. Because our human spirit recognizes the human spirit within something else. And it gives us hope. That's what people want to hear. They want to hear the fact that you, like, you want to give it up, man. You want to quit. You weren't sure. You couldn't pay your money. You were like Dwayne Johnson, seven bucks, whatever, sleeping on a mattress with all sorts of stuff on it. And instead of giving up, you push forward. Because that's where we find the human spirit. And the last part of it is, like, how do you, how did you manifest that into your company or into your product? or into your brand. So they're the components of a great, great core story. Yeah, and it's great to see all that together and uh, uh, for me, hear it then later because I get to work with you every day so I get to hear your story a lot of times and sometimes sometimes I get the five-minute version, sometimes I get the hour-long version and I love it. So uh, when we're talking about the core story, We've written it. It's there for the business owner. How do we use it? Well, I hate bios, right? So it's a great way to do a bio because a bio is so st- like static. I've never met anyone that like, oh my God, you know, because either it sounds like this huge, um, look, look how great I am. I yeah. did this, I did this, I did this. It doesn't capture people's emotions. So when we, with our clients, we, re, we use the core story of the individual as their bio. It works really, really well. If We've had people do it in videos. We have had people do it in interviews. If you're a speaker, you should definitely have your core story. Now, one of the things we teach, we work with a lot of speakers out there, and you should have a short version and a long version. I can do my whole one, my whole core story in like two and a half minutes, or on our bigger seminars, 
on the stage, I can do a 30 minute and really kind of dig in and move people through that. But again, it's like having those different versions, same story. And lastly, by selling, because people love to buy when it's the product of the product, right? When they connect with you through your core story, because no one wants to feel they're being sold at. But if I bring you on that journey, they're going to flip into this mindset of me too. Yeah. Um, so why do, why do these core stories work when we use them as a selling tool or just as like a speaking tool? We love stories, right? I, come on, have you ever been to a church and heard a great pastor? Oh, yeah. Tell a great story, man. Oh, I love the old Southern, you know, like, like pastors with stories and you just get lost in it. The psychology there is that you lose yourself. You go into what's called assimilation. So if I was telling a story about how I asked a girl out once for a dance and I was so nervous. It was the first girl I really, really liked. And I was nervous. I was rehearsing over and over in my head. And I walked up to her. And, you know, I, 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 she goes, yes. And I go, uh, uh, do you know what time it is? <laughs> and she goes, like, 1230. I'm like, thank you. And I walked away. I'm like, no, no, I got to ask her, man. I got to ask her. And I turn around and I asked her and she rejected me. <laughs> and if I went through that, the whole story in greater detail, people start thinking about like someone that you liked in school or like we tend to go off in a little bit of a hypnotic trance and think about like, like my version of that. And that brings a connection there. It becomes real. I think too many times we go into this look at me state. You follow a lot of speakers, a lot of coaches mm -hmm. on social media. My biggest problem, everyone stands on stage. He goes, I am an expert. Of course, if you're branding yourself, you got to brand yourself as an expert. But you don't do that by just telling everybody, I'm an expert. But that's what this world has come to in the world of social media. And look, I'm going to be honest, man. We've been doing this for 20 years. Individual coaching, business coaching, selling training. And in the world of today's social media, website, landing pages, you could be nobody and look pretty darn good from a, from a presence standpoint. So you have all these people and they might have good skills, but the problem is if you work with someone with great skills, but no history, no results, basically you're paying them to train them, to give them those, that real world experience. That's why I say when I work with people, I find the best of the best of the best. They're going to cost me three, four, five times as amount, the amount of money. But what it does is I want to pay for someone's results, man. I don't want to be the person that they practice on to get results. So they don't know what else to do. So instead of understanding psychology, out fear, they say, I'm an expert. I've, I can do this. I can 10. I get, you know how many emails I get of people that can help me get six figures? I got six figures 12 years ago in coaching, right? And I always love emailing those people back, Shell. And I'm always like, I have a little fun, right? And I'm always like, sure, man. If you can get me to a million dollars, I'll give you 10% of my earnings. That's how I work. Let me know if you're interested. 
And of course they don't respond because they're not in the business. They're not that level, right? So I, I think the fail here is very often that they, it's that look at me. But when you tell a core story, it draws people in, just like that pastor. It draws them in, and they feel that connection. It becomes relatable, and they go through the three barriers. That A, they have to know you. They have to believe in you and your product. And lastly, they have to trust you, especially with the stuff that we're doing because it's so intimate. Yeah, and I see it all the time during like one of our seminar weekends when you're up there and you're telling the story and you just watch people's faces transform from like, who's this guy? And you're like, oh my God, that's me. I remember <laughs> once I did, I was in uh, Taiwan and I did, they wanted like, like, like live authentic workshop. For, I mean, for like these vice presidents for an organization called YPO, Young Presidents or, Organization. And they were like, looking at me in the beginning, like I had three heads. <laughs> at the end, every, I mean, you, I mean, you had the vice president of Porsche there and people were crying and feeling so connected. It's learning how to draw people in where they feel so connected to you. So I just want to remind everybody, we are here every Monday at 2.30. So please tell your friends, check us out. Listen to the re- the podcast on the website, right? Each month, we are, each week, we are sharing some valuable information. But next week is what? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. So we're going to have a very special Christmas Eve. We're coming in, right? Santa's going to bring us in on his sleigh. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be talking about, like, how to overcome just the difficulty emotionally of the holidays, but especially if you're an entrepreneur. So please come and join us. And we have a big event coming up in January, real quick. Yeah, we've got the Gorilla Summit happening January 23rd. And if you're interested, we do have our um, website. Just go ahead to summit.theprofitgorilla.com. So again, that's summit.theprofitgorilla.com. We're going to be teaching you how to sell. We're going to be teaching you how to do uh, chat bots. It's, 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 we're giving away free tickets here. If you just go there, you can register. We're going to be live streaming it. We're going, you can be part of it. You can watch it on review. So it's the it's summit at the, I'm sorry, summit.theprofitgorilla.com. So don't forget to join us every Monday, 2.30 here. The Profit Maker Show with Joe White and Shelly Squire. Until next time, go, go, Rilla. Gorilla. Gorilla. <laughs> Bye-bye.